Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Hey, We're Talking Here. Very happy to be back. We are. It's been a while. It's been a I like how we didn't even like warn people we were going to be gone. But I don't Where think anyone cares, they? but we were just like, we just disappeared for a while. Are we they dead? We don't know. <laughs> Christmas break. Well, yeah, we've, we've, uh, we're all refreshed now. Uh, that's a lie. I feel dead inside still. Yeah, but same. yeah, uh, so we've got loads of stuff to talk about today. Bumper issue. Yeah, so could be a long, long episode, but you know. What, what can you do? We'll see uh, what happens. Yeah. I um, mean, a, a lot of what we're reviewing now is, I mean, in this episode is going to be semi-pointless because you would have already seen it by now. But yeah, still, but, you know, it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah, yeah. So I guess to talk about some TV. So we, the newest series of Always Sunny in Philadelphia was put on yeah. Netflix this week for us. So it's been on America for a while Monday. now, but we finally got it. Um, I binged it all in yeah. like one night. I did it in like two because I was also watching Smallville because I'm Smallville trash right now. I love it. Um, so yeah, I what do, you, what do you think? I've heard some people say they didn't like this series as much. but I can get why. Yeah, it, some I feel like it had it, more misses, but... I feel like even the misses to me were still quite good. That's the thing with this show is like even when the episode isn't as good, it's like it's still good. Yeah. Like it doesn't. You you never like oh that wasn't worth watching. You know. Um, is it that was a fun episode? And they've done Not the best. But this fun. is the thirteenth series. Yeah. And they've managed like I think the last series was one of the best like, ones. Yeah. And like how do you do that? Like new and fresh yeah. in the series. Um, and I really loved. Uh, the last episode of the series, which was Mac finds his pride, yeah, and it's just this like it, it doesn't poignant. feel very always sunny, but it's like mm. I know this topic is very close to you know Rob's heart because I think his mom's gay, so I think oh. that's why it felt more serious. But like, oh my god, the interpretive dance at the end was it had me. Fucking Frank, <laughs> oh. I get it. I was like, oh, no, man, if you don't cry at that, you probably don't have a heart. Get like, out of here. <laughs> it was it was really sweet. So I can't wait to see what they do next. Um, I liked how like. Very randomly, and I don't know why they mm. did it like this, but I, I quite like it nonetheless. Yeah. How this series was a bit more self-referential. Yeah. And a bit more meta. Um, Mac was actually, like, I've always loved Mac. He's one of my favourite characters, along with Charlie. I mean, I love them all, but um, Mac is, like, some for some reason, like, close to my heart, and I just, I love him. But he was, like, so, he was a bit more woke this series. Yeah. Like, he was, like, actually sort of growing as a person. Mm. Whereas in all the other series, the point was that they didn't, um, develop his people they were always but this is the point that even Dee had a moment where she was like questioning herself and like what they were doing but then she always gets shut down by everyone and the, I think the cool bit was when Dennis came back um, and obviously they were actually doing better before he came back and it's just yeah. this toxic group of people that always just bring each other, like hold each other back from becoming better people I think it's a really cool thing and I'm glad that they like sort of did something with that this series um, and yeah so I was glad that I just came back. He has, although he wasn't in all the episodes, like the ones he was in were like oh, were amazing. Like the one where, with the Rage Rover was really good. Um, absolutely fucking love that. And they sort of referenced other episodes as yeah, well, yeah, where did. it wasn't like to the point where it was like, oh, they're not doing anything new. Yeah. But they sort of like played on it. Like they were sort of aware of what they were doing. Like there's the episode where they sort of do a recap of like the best moment the memories they, one and they misremember it was so funny it's like a Rick and Morty-esque episode yeah, that it was one very... they get lost in their own and own it was memories. like Inception at the end but they had the, the spinning top yeah oh, and Charlie looking through the door yeah it's so great <laughs> oh and obviously the Home Alone episode oh Charlie's Home Alone yeah. is my favourite episode oh, that is one, one of my favourite like this may be controversial but it's one of my favourites of all the seasons yeah it's so good oh I love that um Charlie's fucking crazy back, and know. I love him he's so great yeah um, so I can only assume that it's going to come back for another series. Yeah, I think I think it's already been confirmed because they wanted to be like the longest running 
um, comedy series or like live action comedy series or something. Okay. So if they do another series, I think they'd achieve that. Um, nice. Imagine if they just did it and then they were like, yeah, we're just doing this to like yeah. <laughs> beat a record and they just like reference that the whole time. It would be really funny. Um, but also, I just love this show so much. Yeah, and I just, great. I hope it never ends, but I know it will at some point. It's so sad. I guess I could talk about, uh, I watched a show called You, which is like, I think it's based on a book. And it's got Pen Badgley in it from Gossip Girl, which I I hate myself so much, but I kind of enjoyed Gossip Girl. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I didn't watch all of it, but like I watched enough of it that I was like, I'm trash and I, I hate this, but I like I love it at the same time. Um so this is a basically he who actually coincidentally plays a very Dennis like character. Yeah. From always sunny. <laughs> it's almost like a prequel or it's something. Like a Dennis origin he's story. Like, he's like a complete psychopath. Well, he like falls for this girl. Like she, he's like an owner of a bookshop, and she comes in, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I like this, I like this girl now." But he like ends up stalking her and like basically putting himself into her life, um, and it's like, <laughs> he, it's really weird and really creepy, and, but at the same time, I hate most of the characters in the series. Like even the girl he's stalking, I'm like, "Yeah, I don't give a shit about you. You're so mm-hmm. annoying." And everyone ends up cheating on each other in this show. And it just makes me hate him even more. <laughs> like, because at times I was like, oh yeah, I feel kind of bad for her. She's being stalked by a psychopath and she doesn't know. But then everyone's just the fucking worst. Oh, there's also a woman from uh, Pretty Little Lies in this. She plays Emily in that show. And again, I kind of liked Pretty Little oh, no, I hate myself. Get out of here. Why? I did kind of enjoy Pretty Little Lies for a while. It's you like don't. a guilty pleasure thing, you know, where you're like, I yeah. shouldn't like this, but I kind of weirdly enjoy it for the angst and stuff. But. Teenage drama is like the best drama. <laughs> she plays like, um, so the main character is, her name's Beck, the one that's being stalked, and her best friend is uh, called Peach or something, or Peaches or Peach. I think Peach. Princess Peach. Yeah, she is like a princess. She's like, <laughs> she acts like one. Um, <laughs> she's she's like really controlling of her, Ooh, and basically creepy. is secretly in love with Beck. And she, she's Who like... Who is this Beck woman that everyone loves? Her? I don't know why. She's just kind of beautiful and like... Uh, but it's like, it's like, she sucks though. Like, I hate her. I don't like any of them. And then Pe- and then Peach just also really, really sucks. And, uh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't... I'm not... The only person I rooted for in this was... I think his name's Paco. It's this kid that like lives next door to um, the guy who's stalking her. And he's like actually quite sweet to that kid. Um, and like looks after him and stuff because he's living in an abusive household and and he's he's actually from the craziest girlfriend you know the kid who's like um rebecca's oh yeah, yeah. Uh, step brother or something yeah so that kid is him nice and one. also this one this woman called karen that the guy briefly dates before getting back with beck um she's really she like deserves so much better <laughs> and it's like karen. you're the only person i like <laughs> go away <laughs> but she like sees right through What's going on? She's like, yeah, he's he's weird yeah. now, and I think he's kind of yeah, um, and the ending was kind of weird, and I don't know. Like, I still binged it. I don't know why, but I was like, I'm I so have confused. To... Do you like the show or not, I, Chloe? I don't think I don't. I don't. But I feel like I'm going to watch the second series anyway. Yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? Where it's like I I hate. I need myself. to know now. I need to watch the rest I'm in of it. it. <laughs> and I I like absolutely hate the fact that it's caught me like this. No, because yeah. I don't like it, but I feel I like I have mean. to see it. I I don't know. I feel so torn. <laughs> it was like when I couldn't finish Thirteen Reasons Why, but I had to know how it finished. So I right? Asked you. Yeah, that's another thing. Is I hated Thirteen Reasons Why, but the first series I did finish watching it because I was like, for some reason, I need to know. I don't. And then I did not watch the second series because I was like, I can't do that. I can't put myself through that again. 
I can't. I, that's like an abusive relationship. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like I'm not. It sounds not very Fifty Shades of Grey. This show. Yeah. Um, to a degree, in terms of the abusive relationship, <laughs> not in terms of the uh, bondage. Yeah. Of yeah. Um, and then also a series of important events. The last series was on, and I'm sad it's finished now because I, I I felt really attached to them and I loved the books as a kid, and also like, oh another another guy from, uh, New Girls in it, um Schmidt. Schmidt, yeah. He's in it. And he Schmitty. plays several but he's like plays Schmitty. twins and it's really good. Um and I just it actually had kind of a nice ending. But also like I wanted it to carry on and I'm sad that it won't carry on. Anyway, yeah, that's that's all I have to talk about, I think. Um and you always talk about We're gonna talk about the biggest surprise of twenty nineteen. <laughs> We're getting it all out, the, all out the way early this year. Fucking yeah. Titans. The DC show that absolutely no one had any fucking hope for whatsoever, including me, a fan of DC. I remember you were, like, trashing on the trailer. Oh, the trailer looked so... Bad. Like, the does. promo pictures looked good. The trailer looked so fucking crap. No one on the planet had any hope for this show. Yeah. I wasn't going to fucking watch this show. But then loads of people on that Geekology Collective that were in... Yeah. We're like, have you seen Titans yet? It's up on Netflix. It's actually quite good. So I was like, okay, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm going to watch an episode. And it's actually all right. Like, it, <laughs> it's really weird. because the, the first, like, two or three episodes, you are kind of like how you were with you and kind of like, is this good or not? I don't know. Do I, I kind of like it, but I also feel like I shouldn't. I don't know if I like it or not. What the hell? But then by, like, the end of the fourth episode, which I'll get into in a minute, which is, like, the best fucking episode. Oh, yeah. I haven't finished it, but I've only finished the fourth episode. You're like, okay, this is actually quite good. I quite like this. Like, it. I think it's in. I think it's in conjunction in conjunction with Warner Bros. TV, mm. who obviously um, Warner Bros. does the DC film. So it it has some kind of story points mm. where and kind of character points where it's a little bit like, I don't know why you've done that. I don't know why you've changed that in a way which doesn't need changing, and it's a little bit stupid. And it like 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 you'll be watching it and you'll be enjoying it. At least I was, and like, like something not a lot, not a lot to really complain that much about. But I'm going to anyway. But like something will happen where you're like, oh, that was stupid. I don't know, why. but I'm just going to move past it. Move past it. Just but breathe. Just you know? breathe in. Move past it. That was kind of weird. I don't know why that happened, but just continue onwards. Um, and like, you know how people were complaining about. Um, I mean, rightly so, in Batman versus Superman, that Batman was kind of killing people. Yeah. They kind of do that in this. Like, Robin essentially mortally maims some people. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> Starfire burns people alive at the moment. Because we're so edgy. Yeah. It's a, I feel like... A, look, I'm going to get all the it bad was, bits out of the it way It was first. actually... I, looked, I was on my... You know, the Netflix mobile app earlier, and it came up, and it was actually, like... Like gritty, like that was the description for it. Yeah. It's like gritty, edgy. Like that was, you know, they have some descriptors. Get out of the word edgy. So it is gritty. Get out of the word edgy. Yeah. Edgy ruins it. <laughs> I'm going to get the bad out of the way first and I'm going to talk about the good. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, like sometimes, and there, there, there is quite a lot of blood in it, which is nice, but it's also, you kind of feel a little bit every now and again like it's overcompensating. Yeah. Where it's kind of going a bit like, look at us, we're, we're hardcore. You know, and like occasionally they'll do something which is kind of stupid, but you can kind of tell that the writers are like, or the producers are going like, this is going to make totally make the audience go cool, but it, it just kind of doesn't. Mm. But okay, that that's the bad. You can kind of move past that. They they're finding their feet in the first couple of episodes. It's a bit, uh, but 
it works itself out by about the fourth episode. And I'm not going to talk about Starfire because I don't even know Starfire yet. She's fucking weird. I'm I'm not even going to talk about Starfire. She doesn't deserve it yet. <laughs> she doesn't deserve it yet. I, I, the she, jury, uh, she needs to earn that right. <laughs> she, the jury's still out on Starfire. Mm. Okay, the good things. It's actually like the acting in this is actually quite good. Nice. Like you believe them as their characters. Mm. Um, they work well, like chemistry together between the characters. Um, it is gritty, but it kind of makes sense why it's gritty. Like it's not just gritty for no reason. Mm. Like they elaborate on some of the things, and like the whole fuck Batman line, which was really stupid in the thing. They kind of elaborate on Robin's disassociation from Batman a bit okay. more, and it kind of makes sense. He's just rebelling against the man. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But you, it kind of makes sense. Going through his teenage rebellion phase. Yeah. <laughs> um, the choreography of the fighting scenes are really, really cool. Oh, nice. Like, Does that always ruin... I think when yeah. it's bad in a show like Iron Fist, it's like, it ruins it Exactly. <laughs> but it's actually like... Like, the first Robin fighting scene is so fucking awesome. Oh, sick. But so it, uh, that's quite fun. Doesn't he have, like, the sort of staff thing? Yeah, he has he, like, the staff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it is. The weird staff that... Yeah, that he just whacks people in the face with. Elongates. Or, you know... Brutally maimed with. Yeah, brutally maimed. You'll see. You'll see. It's very bizarre. Do so you like um, shove it up someone's ass or something? I I will say he um. Without ruining too much, there's like a pair of um garden scissors and a um ball sack. <laughs> um, which is particularly bizarre, as I said. But um, that yeah, made me think of Hot Fuzz. Leslie Scott was fucking murdered. <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah, the, the acting's quite good. They work together as the like they they work well. You believe them as the characters. They work well. Like they have good chemistry. Mm. The hair and the makeup isn't as bad as the trailers and some of the promos made it look. Mm. Um, like Beast Boy isn't that bad. To be fair, nice. Um, Raven looks really cool, and her whole kind of like demon thing when she gets like black eye oh, yeah. is really awesome as well. And I like the whole kind of mystery around her and who she is and why people are after her, etc. Like, it's an interesting story that you kind of... It makes you want to watch more. Um, I'm still not sure about Starfire. Starfire's a weird one because she actually is a good character. She's a good actress and she's a good character. But is she Starfire, though? I don't know if she's Starfire, though. That's the only problem, like... But is she, though? Is she Starfire, <laughs> But is she? Is but, she? But is she, though? <laughs> it's very weird. Um... But but also but, so you could kind of you could kind of just put it down to being okay so it's not great but it is enjoyable mm. which it is but also I would say it's not just enjoyable like the technical elements of it are actually quite good like as I said the choreography of the fighting scenes are good the um, acting's good the sound design's really good like some of the music they have in it mm. is really fun like when they're fighting it's really really fun and like awesome this is really fun I like this. <laughs> In that exact voice. In that, in that exact <laughs> yeah. voice. Um, like the cinematography and the editing's fine. Um, and like the general aesthetic of it also looks quite nice as well. Mm. It, it actually... I should probably start to check it out now. It's. I was thinking about it, but now, now you've like recommended it. I'm considering it more. <laughs> get, past, get past like the third episode. Mm. Again, as I said, like like most TV shows, to be fair, it's finding its feet. It's a bit weird. Get over it a little bit. Just kind, of, just kind of go with it, and you'll enjoy yourself. It's not actually as bad as people were thinking it was going to be. Me included. It's actually quite good. I think that's the biggest shock of twenty nineteen. I know. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, the fourth episode. The fourth episode. Just, just real quick, because I know this is a really long review of about four episodes. Um, in the fourth episode, they introduce Doom Patrol, 
who obviously is going to have a spin-off show, which looks really, really cool. And they just work like Brendan Fraser's in it as Robot Man. I'm excited about and, that. And they just it's they good look to see really back, cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it, it it gives you a good taster because you're like, okay, they do work. Mm-hmm. Like they look good, they act good, they work well together. I have really high hopes for Doom Patrol. Mm. So it's that's what I'm going to say. Right? It's, it's got, got some like, cool. Matt Bomer in it. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Fraser. So yeah, because I saw a lot. I haven't seen Times yet, obviously, but I saw a bit about Doom Patrol, and I thought, oh, it's got some really cool people in it, and mm. like it could be. It looks really interesting. I haven't read any of the comics. I think I have a couple of one written. No, I need to read them. I know there were some new ones by Gerard Way that I I bought because um I like him, and I'm really excited about the adaptation of his comic Umbrella yeah. Academy coming soon. Um yeah, so is is that it? That's TV? essentially it. Cool. Okay, great. So first, we're going to talk about some movies we've seen. Um, should we start with Aquaman? Because we've both seen that one. Yeah. Yeah, so we both really enjoyed this, didn't we? It was <laughs> surprisingly good. Yeah, I think because it was like so self-aware of what it was. And like, it was just, I love James Wan anyway. So that was like my weakness. And I was like. Yeah, I think that was a yeah, lot of and, <laughs> and it just, he brought so much like personality to it. I don't know. It was really fun to see someone who's so used to like sort of lower budget films do something on such a big scale. Like, he's yeah, never done he, anything like this before. He was having a good time. He was having... He knows what he was doing, and it Which was great. Which made the audience have a good yeah, time. Yeah, and actually, it was a really amazing-looking movie, too. Some of the CGI was really great in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I especially love the end credits, where it just looks gorgeous. And, yeah, I think I think he's really proud of what he did, and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of what he did. <laughs> it was so much fun, and I think a lot of a lot of people were saying the same thing, where it was like, it wasn't like an It wasn't a... It wasn't. It wasn't a hundred percent. No, it wasn't like a great movie, but it's just so much fun that you just can't hate it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've heard many people say that they don't like it. No. I just think it's just such a fun time. Um, Except for them haters. Yeah. Stupid. Anyway. Stupid <laughs> yeah, I love. Uh, I just want to say I love how amazing Jason Momoa's CGI hair looks. It, it just flows. Was beautifully. it CGI? Hair? Yeah, because they, they. I didn't to, even know that. No, because they're like underwater. Like oh, they the have underwater. To, like hair, the underwater yeah, CGI yeah. hair, right? It's glorious. <laughs> it looks amazing. It looks so good, and I was like in love with Amber Heard's character. So yeah, that she, was great. Nice. Yeah, she's cool. Um, I really, I actually surprisingly liked Nicole Kidman in this at the beginning, where she has like that badass fight sequence. And yeah. it's just so cool. And I think it was really sweet. It started like a sort of rom-com type way. And it, it was really strange and I kind of loved it. <laughs> I love Aquaman's dad in this. He's great. He's really sweet. Yeah, I'm just nice. kind of rooting for like Aquaman's family. Love. I'm rooting for love, man. He <laughs> clearly loves love. <laughs> and it's just really sweet. And I like the message of the film as well where it's like... Um, don't just like kill your enemy. <laughs> That's not the way. <laughs> don't That's just, the message, kids. Don't just, don't, don't just kill your enemies. Don't just kill, communicate. You know, That's a really cool. Talk it out. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe give him a hug or something. I don't know. But yeah, I like how that ended. Um, yeah. It was really cool. And obviously there were some really great lines in it. There were some great one-liners in this. <laughs> I just loved it. Um, yeah. So I also, I can't stop thinking like whenever they were like, you know, they sort of shoot themselves through the water like really quick. It just made me think of that scene from SpongeBob with David Hasselhoff, where he like flies through the ocean. <laughs> he like farts his way through the ocean. It's so funny, but like it it looks good. But like I just couldn't stop thinking about that, and I just kept smiling to myself because it was just ridiculous. And I loved it. That's great. Um, yeah. Anything else to add? Um, I don't know. It it was again. It was kind of like a surprise hit. I think it's made quite a lot of money, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I just said the CGI was considering a lot of it is CGI, obviously, yeah. as it's set underwater and they're mm. like, um, it's sea such a big scale like, exactly. to work on. It was pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, it really easily could have just been because it, it's all the quantity, it like, could have been such low quality for yeah. it. But they really put a lot of work James Wan ain't going to let it be shit, guys. No, nice one. Have hope in James Wan. Yeah, I, I, I love him. He's great. Um, yeah, and I loved uh, Lee Winnell's cameo in it. Um, he had a little cameo and I was so excited for some reason because I was just like, yes, I didn't know it was going to happen. So Who did he play? He was the pilot. He was like a pilot. in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And he has like one good. line and it was just brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. I just I was so happy to see him in it. It's like he hasn't James hasn't lost his roots. He's still no. his best buddy in it. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, there was a slight um, worry of when you saw Black Manta in the trailer and it's like, oh, are they going to kind of do a um, previous DC movies when they're going to try and fit too much in? Mm. And in a way they did, but they actually made it work. Mm. Like Black Black Manta actually worked as a villain really, yeah. really well. Yeah. And especially in the post credit scene, which actually... Which, which, which actually makes sense. Which actually show. made... It wasn't just a, like a slap in the face Marvel mm. post credit scene, which they've kind of become now. Yeah. It actually made sense. And it's like, oh, I'm excited for what's to come now. Yeah. So it was. I think they um, constructed some of the characters very, very well. Yeah, I think this is my favorite DC movie of recent years, other than Wonder Woman. Yeah. I think this has really like set the bar for him. I think it. Yeah, it's. They really got to like continue it. like this. Yeah. Oh my god. Just get James Wan to do the sequel, please. <laughs> Just get him to do all of them. <laughs> like he, he's having a great time, clearly, and he knows what's up. So he made Aquaman cool. Like, Damn straight. <laughs> who who the Aquaman's fuck does always that? Always bit cool. Yeah. So it was really dope. Um, yeah. Well, um, should we move on to? Uh, I, well, I don't know. I've got a couple of films that you haven't seen, I don't think. So the first one is Into the Spider-Verse, which is, I love it so much. And I was really angry that there were people talking during this movie, like during the mm. emotional moments as well. And it's like, there are emotional moments. Like, you want to cry. Like, it's oh. so good. Um, I think I love that it's like, there's not just one Spider-Man. It's like all these different Spider-Man, Spider-Man or woman, like working together. And it's really, I don't know, it's just really sweet, man. And the animation is so fucking good. Like, not even kidding. It just looks it, like it really pops and, like, it looks so unique. It looks kind of comic booky. Style, yeah, it was it? very comic booky and it was really, really cool. I loved it. Um, and, yeah, I think the characters were really likable. Um, Miles Morales, or is that his name? Is that how you say his last name? I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. I can never remember. <laughs> Miles Morales. But, yeah, um, he's, he's really good. You're really rooting for him because he's just this random kid yeah, yeah. and he's just, like, trying his best. <laughs> I like Miles. <laughs> I love Miles, man. He's so cool. And also, um, they've got some really great voice voices in this. They've got, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Um, John Mulaney. Ooh. I love John Mulaney. He, he does a voice in this of Spider-Pig. Nice. Um, <laughs> and there's also, the, I don't know his name, but he's the guy from New Girl. And okay. he's, like, the rugged one who's, like, who goes up just. But, yeah, I was, like, the whole movie, I was, like, I know this, I know this voice. I know it. And then I couldn't figure... He sounded a bit like TJ Miller. But I was like, no one wants to hire TJ Miller anymore, so it's definitely not him. (laughs) He was like the best friend in the really crap The Mummy film. Yes, yes, that guy, right? So he was in it and he did a great job. He's basically the sort of like... um, the sort of trampy Peter Parker who's like really like let himself go. And honestly, I was like, same. (laughs) I was like, I feel this Peter Parker, man. Like, seriously, it's a bit sad. Um, But he he's just... I like his arc and everyone has their own... The, the really sweet thing to like oh because basically the thing is they all lost someone and like oh. and it's like they it kind of brings them together and they were like 
it's really cute <laughs> and I love it so yeah um and I also saw One Cut of the Dead which is a film we missed at Fright Fest but it was like one that everyone was raving about and saying was the best film of the of the festival and I would say it probably is up there <laughs> it is so good I think it could actually be one of my favorite films right now um Ooh, it's fit. not what you like go in expecting it to be so the first like nearly 40 minutes of it is like one shot it's one take and it's it's like it starts out as like this horror movie um about zombies and then but then they're actually attacked by zombies but then that's just the first part of the film man <laughs> and it's like really like cheesy and like really funny there's some great like moments in it that are just so iconic and you can just reference them for days and um yeah but then it goes into i, I don't want to spoil it but like it kind of almost turns into like a sitcom situation. Um, it's I can't recommend this movie enough. It's so fucking good, and you have to see it in an audience as well. It's just incredible. Um, everyone's just having a great time, and it's just it's amazing. I think it's a Japanese film. It's, it's so good, and it's um, there was actually a problem with it being pirated on Amazon recently. Yeah, that was. Weird. Um, yeah, and so I I was like, I'm gonna go support this movie and go see it, and I also already pre-ordered the DVD because I love it. I just need this movie to make money. <laughs> Because, and it's actually, I think it's doing quite well, like, considering how low budget it is, but I don't know, I'd say this is, like, kind of a meta film, like, about um, filmmaking itself, and it's really, really good. It's one of those ones that just makes you, like, think, oh, man, this is why I wanted to get involved with movies and stuff. Like, it's one of those ones that just makes you feel really good after. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend this to, I think this is kind of a fun one for everyone. It's It's really good. Because um, it's not just straight up horror, it's like really, really funny. Um, yeah, so that's all I had to talk about. You got any more movies? Oh, we got Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yes. <laughs> Which was so, an odd one. It was weird, but I, I liked it. I, I kind of liked I kind of liked it. I really it. didn't. Um, I don't like it as much as everyone else seemed to, but... I don't I, get why people liked it. What, what did you like? I just... Because it was like... Obviously, it was trying to ride on the, like, the coattails of the nostalgia of the original mm. whilst trying to be something new and different, which is good, which is what you're supposed to do when you do kind of like a reboot slash sequel. Yeah. But it just didn't work. Like, it was trying to do both things at the same time. This is really bad, but some of the kids actually annoyed me in it. Because <laughs> uh, they were so grown up. They were up. so fucking like, who one, are you? You were like t- five years old. Five-year-olds do not act like this, the fucking li- Disney. The, li- the littlest one was the cutest. Like, I think he, his he was kind of sweet. He was kind of sweet, but like the rest of them just kind of annoyed me. I was me. like, get out of here, you pricks. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, yeah, but I really liked uh, the songs in it. I didn't. I don't know. I can't remember any of the songs. I really liked the first one. At the beginning, it's called uh, Lovely London Skies or something like that. The one that Manuel Miranda does. I quite enjoyed that. That's the only one I remember, and yeah. I'm just going to say it. I I forgot that that was Lil, that was Lin Manuel fucking whoever. <laughs> how the bloody hell you say his you name? You really hate him. I really don't like him for some reason. I forgot that it was him, and I was just like, this guy can't really sing. There, I said it. I fucking said it. That was oh, not a good song. Man. He was not. And even my mum came out afterwards and was like, oh, they they could have got someone to do a better Cockney accent. <laughs> He um, was not be... doing a fucking good Cogni accent, but everyone, like, like, you know, which is fine because, you know, Dick Van Dyke can it, do a proper one. It's part of mythology. One. Exactly. <laughs> but, which I wouldn't have a problem with, but everyone beforehand was like bumming him going, oh my God, finally, you're doing a proper Cogni accent. <laughs> and it was like, fuck off. No, he's not. What is this? Um, I think he actually sounds better with the accent when he's singing than he does when he's talking. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, I think I think that. But um, I, I do quite like him anyway, so 
I think he's cool. And he has his little rap verse going on. Which was stupid as well. I I'm quite enjoyed it. it. He's really, really talented. And, and that's another problem I had with it. I'm sorry, but that's another problem I had with it. <laughs> like, they tried to modernise it, but in the stupidest ways. Yeah. Like, they would randomly have a rap bit, which wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it was still pointless. And, like, when they were riding, the Cockneys were riding their bikes, they would randomly be hardcore parkour. Yeah, and was that like, was why? weird. They're like BMXing. What in the hell? They're like BMXing and shit. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> That's the weirdest way in the world you could have modernised this. Yeah, that was when I was watching that in particular. I was like, this is weird. It's um, so fucking strange. <laughs> but I do like, you know, the people... I like Emily Blunt. Um, she's really she good. She was okay. And she I was like, okay as She has such Poppins. a nice voice, man. I can yeah. listen to her for days. And um, I really like... I was surprised by Ben Wishaw, who... He didn't really sing at the beginning. He had, like, a sort of, like... It's more like a lullaby, but then at the end yeah. he sang, and I was like, wow, you have a really nice voice, man. And yeah, so the song didn't make sense though, because <laughs> obviously the wife's dead. But then, at, like at the end of the song, it's like, "Where did you go?" Well, in you, the ground. Yeah, Six in the fucking ground. ground. <laughs> she's fucking dead, unless she's just like Being left eaten you by maggots. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> unless it's a lot darker than we thought it was, and she's actually just packed up and left you guys. Yeah. Or is she dead? You know where your fucking wife is, you moron. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get it. That's really funny. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't fucking get it at all. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. Like, it, it felt quite long as well. I, li- I, I kind of liked the villain part. It, it, oh, yeah, it made Colin a nice Fires, story. Right? Yeah. 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 He was good. But I really liked the, um, the, like, the nice banker guy who yeah, was like, trying to help. He like, wanted to he help. <laughs> oh, I love him. I, was but like, yeah. I feel like they didn't focus on that story enough. I really wanted more like, of the banker guy. Like it was too long. Yeah. yeah. Like if they just focused on that story, it was just like they randomly went off advent- on adventures and it's like, see, yeah, Mary Poppin clearly knows this is happening. Yeah. Can you stop trying to teach these people lessons and sort their lives out, please? Yeah. Mary Poppins, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and I think that was the thing. There wasn't much of a plot until no. like there was the antagonist coming along, but that felt like it took a while for it to like yeah. come to fruition, I guess. But yeah, um, I, I, I sort of agree. I don't know. I was like on the I was on the fence about this a little bit, but um, I like Dick Van Dyke. Um, oh yeah, his right. cameo was really that really made good. it for me. Yeah, that was worth it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think anything else? No. No. Okay, I'm tired <laughs> you're done being angry. I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now I'm just going to talk about um, two games: uh, Red Dead Redemption Two and Smash Bros. I know they came out about two months ago, so I'm, I'm going to not talk about them too much. Um, because you've you've either got them or you're not. There's no um, getting them now, I guess. Um, so in this section, which I completely forgot the name of, because we've only done it like once before, is called "You Got Games, Son," <laughs> which I kind of forgot, and I love it. Yeah. So um, I'll talk about Smash Bros. really quickly first. So Smash Bros. is the latest. Um, it sounds like a weird porno. It does sound <laughs> like, a, like a weird porno. porno. <laughs> it does. I never even thought about it like that, but it does. But it it's. It's totally rad. It's totally kid-friendly, I'm it's sure. It's totally kid-friendly. <laughs> it is, it is kid-friendly. It's a kid-friendly, smash em up just all your Nintendo favourites. And and some not Nintendo favourites, like Sonic's in it and Pac-Man. Hmm. Is Pac-Man Nintendo? I have no idea. I don't think so. Um, you know, just like all of your favourite like video game characters hmm. coming together, battling it out. You've got the story mode, which is pretty good. I, my only complaint about the story mode is I kind of wish there were some more cutscenes. So it's it's a it gets a little bit old, but it's a really good game for just kind of dipping in and out of. Mm. So you know if you're if you're like me and you're playing Red Dead Two at the same time, just like I'm not missing anything by not playing Smash Bros. It's not like oh no I can't play Smash Bros. Now I can just dip into it whenever the fuck I want to. It's a it's a good game for that. And the graphics are good. The controls are really fluid and like how the there are different moves for each character, obviously, and 
some characters are going to be better for other people than other characters, and it's all about kind of finding your main character, like who you're best fighting as. Mine's Kirby. I like Kirby because he's so sweet. Yes, and he's just like he's a good basic character. He's a good all rounder. Mm. Um, They've introduced some a new thing. They've introduced is spirits, um, which you can kind of attach to your character to add certain advantages which works a bit better in the story mode but um but that's quite a fun little element and you can power it up and power them up and stuff so it's quite fun um i play i actually took it into work when i went in on monday because none of the managers were in it was just like me tom and nadia and i I took it in and we just played it for like three hours and we went home (sighs) Your work sounds so easy. It was I want to so work with you guys. It was great. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and that was really fun. So it's a really fun game to play. Is like you can play it on your own, obviously, because I have been because I'm sad and lonely. <laughs> Honestly, but, same. <laughs> <laughs> because it's got a decent story, um, but also it's really really fun to play with other people. It's there's not really too much to say about it. To be honest, it's just a really solid new installation of the Smash Bros series. And if you like Smash Bros and if you like Nintendo and you haven't got it, I would recommend getting it. Hmm. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the second game in the Red Dead Redemption series and possibly the last game. I feel like the way it kind of ends without spoiling it, it, um, it kind of ties up both stories quite nicely. Cool. And it's kind of like, I really want them to do another one because it's so fucking good. But also, I've been playing want it a lot because when I was logging onto my PS4, you were always on there. <laughs> I've been playing it religiously for about two weeks yeah. now because I got it for Christmas. But I didn't start until about New Year. Mm. And I, just going to get the graphics are fucking beautiful. Like, I, I know I'm not normally one for like. You for, always say that every I, time. I know, I, I know, I always. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just going to. Don't lie. I'm okay. going to, I'm going to say, I know I'm not normally one for saying it, but I actually always do you say it about fucking graphics. <laughs> Like, the graphics are fucking beautiful. Like, you, you'll forget about it, and then suddenly you'll just be, like, riding your horse through some trees, and you'll be like, damn, son, this is beautiful. <laughs> just having a nice scenic Just having a nice scenic stroll. <laughs> like, the controls are very easy to master. I mean, some of them are a bit, like, you don't really need to use them that much, but the, the ones that you do use are very easy to master. The way, the way, just the way they fucking construct their characters, like, even, like, the minor characters you know them really really well even if you've only talked to them about twice you're like hey it's that guy i really like that guy or i really fucking hate that guy like the way they construct their characters especially the main character is just so fucking good it's like it's like it's better than a movie it's better than a tv show it's unfucking believable like the main character is essentially kind of like a he he's a he's like a demonic outlaw cowboy with a heart of gold who kind of ends up redeeming himself in the end. And I swear, like, I finished the story last night and I was fucking crying my eyes out. Because it's so fucking sad. It's such a softie. It's so (laughs) sad. And it's like, the way the characters change and the story, that, like, it's so fucking... It's 10 out of 10. I can't tell how much about it, because I'm I'm lost in my words. It's so fucking great, the way they've constructed it. Um, The way you kind of have to... When you're just doing the open world. The open world map is fucking massive and it's amazing. And each like part of the map is completely different and completely new and completely fresh. That you can just run around it for fucking years and you'll never get bored. Um, random encounters are fun. Side missions are amazingly fun. Like the writers are so fucking good on this. It's, 
if I'm not going to talk too much about it. If you like Red Dead Redemption and you haven't got this already, and let's be honest, everyone who wants to get it has got this already, I would recommend getting it. It's just such a 10 out of 10 fucking game. It's so good. Awesome. I might give it a go. I don't know. I've heard I it takes like a lot of storage. It, it, it does take <laughs> yeah. up a bit of storage. I started playing Spyro because I got that for Christmas. Oh, yeah, Spyro I played, is I played, so I played like too. 10 minutes of it or something, but it was really cute and fun and like the yeah. colours are like really... Really cool. It pops it really, quite well. Yeah, it, it looks gorgeous and like really, really sweet. It's a really good remaster. Yeah, it's just a nice little fun game. And yeah. Nice so is that one. it for games? Yeah. Cool. So that is our bumper Christmas belated Christmas episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we're going to talk about next week. I think I'm going to see Laurel and Hardy. Mm-hmm. I thought that's good. It was not a for yeah. Away, whatever, wasn't it? yeah. Yeah, I think we're gonna see that next mm. Sunday. So that should be quite fun. Mm. Um I'll try to see Escape Room if that's still on. I don't know. If yeah, yet, but yeah. That would be cool. Um maybe some more T V shows will come up. I don't know. Oh, I've also got um I don't know, this is like Valentine's Day, so it'll be like I don't know, it might be a few episodes time. But um we got a happy death day to you. Oh yeah, I need to watch the first one. Yeah, it's quite fun. It's really it's really fun. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, we also have an Instagram that we because we, we always forget to mention this. We do have one. We need to start getting more professional. Yeah, like and subscribe our videos, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try and make a website. I said this like months and months ago, but I'm actually gonna try and do it. And we also want to try and make a YouTube channel as well. But so, yeah, stay tuned for that. Yes. So our Instagram account, which I'm looking at right now, is hey, we're but without the apostrophe because it won't let you have Thank an you apostrophe. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Hey, so it's actually, hey, we're talking here. It's not That's very grammatically it correct. It's not grammatically correct, what can you but do? forgive us because Instagram yeah. will allow us to. Yeah. So that is our Instagram account if you want to. Obviously, we haven't been very active on there recently, but like when we did like Fright Fest and stuff like that, yeah. we, we're a bit more on it. Um, we got our yeah. own lives too, guys. Yeah, we're so busy, like watching Titans and shit. Damn straight. <laughs> yeah, so. Too busy uh, being a cowboy. Yes. I want to be a cowboy, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that a vine? That's a vine. Yeah. I had to. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so see you next time. See you later. Happy New Year. <laughs>